Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business podcast, where we talk to interesting people about life and business. We cover their backgrounds, obstacles they've encountered, and find out what drives them. Along the way, our guests share nuggets you can use to drive your success. Reach me directly, D-A-M-O-N at ExitYourWay.us, or check out our website, ExitYourWay.us, for more information. I hope you enjoy our show. Dude, you're like, you're like big time. You get the music going. All right, everyone. Welcome once again to the Faces of Business. I'm your host, Damon Pastalka. And with me today, it should go without introduction, but I will introduce the one and only Kurt Anderson. Hey, bro. Welcome today, my friend. Hey, dude. What an honor to be on Faces of Business, man. This is what a privilege. Thank you. I'm I'm fired up for this. Yeah, it's good. Well, we're we're a couple minutes late because we started talking about you know random stuff. <laughs> we're talking, just, talking yeah. about the eighties. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's going going down the road. Good old so, Yeah, going good good stuff. But anyway, so <laughs> we we got off on a tangent. Now we're going to try to bring it back in. <laughs> bring here. it back. Right. Bring it. Get. We're very professional. Everybody knows that, David. So. Yeah. Yeah. They've been around me long enough for they listening right. to this more than once. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Today we're going to talk about something though I think is a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun. We spend a little time on it every week. Just a little. Yeah. Just we're going to talk about the manufacturing digital transformation that is underway. That is everybody's talking about it. It is. I just don't know how you can get away from it. That's dude. It's, it's what we live for. We eat, drink, breathe, sleep. Yeah. How to yeah. stop being the best kept secret, right? Yeah. So you bet. We're trying to help manufacturers. That's our our stick. That's our thing. You and I have just, you know, boy, what a great friendship. You know, gosh, we even got together in person this year. We saw Eagles. We were on the Olympic Peninsula. Some just, seals, a couple uh, otters. Professor Pete. We Professor just we had, all sorts, we had all sorts of fun. So I think, you know, obviously I'll be Captain Obvious with this past year with COVID. So yeah, manufacturers are just plunging. It is super exciting to watch just this this whole movement transformation from uh, spearheading uh, made you know made in America, made in USA is back to life stronger than ever. Our dear friend Harry Moser from the Joint yeah. Initiative is just relentlessly on on. LinkedIn posting, speaking everywhere he can, trying to fix these supply chain problems. We, our dear friend Dan Bigger, is just a relentless uh, advocate and evangelist for you know manufacturing, U.S. manufacturing, and like really trying to create that uh, competitive, bring back that competitive advantage, is that digital footprint. You know, stop being yeah. the best kept secret. You know, so many manufacturers have flown under the radar. Hey, we went to trade shows, sales reps the belly to belly old school sales rep. You know, we have a couple in our training program right now, you know, God bless them. They're amazing, but even they're rolling up their sleeves and saying, we can't do it how we used to do it. We need to get caught up into the 21st century into 2021. So a lot of exciting opportunities. Yeah, I really think so, Kurt. And, and one of the things I was excited about having you on today is, is talking to you about, you know, you've probably literally spoken to several thousand people on webinars in the last year talking about, you know, 
digital transformation, e-commerce, you know, stop being the best kept secret. So what are some of the common things that you see when people first go, well, I need to, I, yeah. I need to step up my digital game. You know, I'm, I'm, let's go back to the basics, man. You and I, you know, we're, we're, we're not young men anymore. We're, but we're young at heart though, Damon. That's young at heart. There we go. Young at heart. So, you know, even we'll go back to the eighties, you know, we're, when you and I were back in college in the eighties, what are the four P's of marketing? Yeah. You know, the basics, right? Yeah. And it's just like, really, the difference is it's no different than it was 1900, 1950, 1980 yeah. to 2021. It's the basics. And what and I love what you always preach. It's not B2B. It's not B2C. It's human to human. And it's just understanding the human behavior, understanding your customers. And I think one of my biggest takeaways, and again, sorry for this shameless plug, we do these great uh, e-commerce trainings with e-commerce management. And, you know, we just got done with one today and folks were giving their testimonials and stuff. And it was just so rewarding, so refreshing. And I think one of our biggest takeaways, and I'm eager to hear what you think, is starting with the basic. Who is your ideal customer that, you know, you hear that buyer persona. And I know, you know, boy, if you were worked at the big corporations, Procter and Gamble, man, Dave Griffith, he's, he's a Buffalo dude. Hey, David, how are you? Oh, my man. Friend? He's a, he's. He's, oh, we got together in person last year too at Niagara Falls, man. So he's a nice, good, Dave's a good dude. We got to have him on our Friday program. Dave. There you go. I'm writing awesome. down. Jot him down. He'd be great for your face as a business, by the way. David is an awesome, uh, huge evangelist for manufacturing. Great dude. We met through Chris Lukey's Manufacturing Happy Hour. Chris Lukey's going to be on our Friday program a week from this Friday. Super excited for that. But let's get back to that buyer persona. Yeah, you goof around, you know, you hear avatar, ICP, uh, you know, your ideal buyer, we call them soulmates. Soulmates, yeah. Who are your soulmates? Who's that ideal buyer that that not only are you as a manufacturer dying to find them, they are equally trying to find you. Yeah. You know, it works both ways. Supply chain is disrupted. Uh, my, my, I'm having disruption with uh, maybe my my current supplier, current uh, vendor, what have you. And man, if you can't be found, if you can't be found on search, if I can't find you on mobile, if I can't find you on LinkedIn, a video, you're the best kept secret. So I yeah. think understanding the first and foremost who that ideal buyer is, that soulmate, that is a critical first step. And it's, it, I won't say shocking. It's interesting or surprising how many companies that we work with that we train where they're like, gosh, I don't know anybody. I bend metal. So anybody that needs metal bent is who my customer, you know, but when you talk to them long enough, it's, it's, they don't bend metal for anybody or fabricate steel for anyone or print circuit boards for anyone. They're in a niche. And when you talk to them, then that's where the magic happens. Then all of a sudden, okay, now we have an opportunity to start hitting success. Well, and I think too, really, when I, when you, you're, you bring up some good points and, and it is the internet is a completely different game than it was even 10 years ago yeah. and certainly 20 years ago. And we still see a lot of people yeah. like when we were, we were talking with uh, you, you do a lot of work with MEPs mm -hmm. and you and I were on a call with, with a, a, a MEP. We'll, we won't have to mention them by name if we don't, but they were mentioning that over half of the people in their manufacturers in their state did not have websites. Oh, and you know, you were on the call and, yeah. 
and we're trying to, I'm trying to imagine how do those people sell? Mm -hmm. I mean, how do yeah. they sell with that? Because the, the phone changed the way that we do so many things now right. and Google and the phone and everything. It's like, I, I, I just, I hope that we're seeing more and more people finally take the plunge into, hey, let's get yeah. online. Yeah. Let's, we, we have to look at some of these things because it's not working the way we want to. And I always come back and when, when I'm allowed to, to speak in some of these things, I talk about, you know, old dudes, because I am one. Yeah. Uh, it, it, you know, we're not the buyers anymore. Right. I'm right. not your buyer, you know. Right. I might be the guy that's trying to sell. I might be the guy that's the owner in that manufacturing place. I might be one of the guys working in that manufacturing place, but right. the buyers are much younger. Those buyers grew up with Google and, and doing the search, searching to find what they need. And if you can't, if, if you're not found there, whoever is, is going to be the one that they're going to check out and contact. Exactly. And, and, Odds are those the particular folks that we're speaking of, and God bless them. You know, as manufacturers, boy, they are working relentlessly. They are, you know, look at the fires that manufacturers, David. If you're still out there, you know, you see it firsthand in the, yep. in the field. You know, you're dealing with massive HR issues, labor oh, shortages. Is. Yeah. How do I keep my employees safe? Are they wearing masks? Have they had a vaccine? You know, like so many challenging issues. PPP is our company essential? Did we close? You know, like my goodness. How did these manufacturers yeah, it's, yeah, survive? It's, you know, then you throw in supply. I was talking with a manufacturer the other day. Their their lead times have gone from suppliers have gone from 26 weeks to now they're at, you know, 42 weeks, 50 weeks of, you know, especially like in, uh, you know, we're hearing like circuits and uh, chips yeah. and all these other, other things. So when you look at all, everything that a manufacturer has to face on a daily basis and they've built amazing, incredible businesses yeah. for probably – decades and in some cases generations you and i did a, a great um i thought it was great but we had a super fun time at the new york mep yeah. and there was a company that was founded in 1865 yeah, the gentleman founded the company was a, a civil war vet founded the company started at 1865 it's here in new york still going strong 150 plus years later so again manufacturers have a ton of things on their plate fires that they're putting out non-stop constantly and in, in their defense, they had good businesses, still have good businesses. They're at capacity. Website just wasn't a priority, you know, yeah, yeah. but let's, let me throw it back at you. What I love what you say, and we deal, we encounter a lot of manufacturers, they're at capacity. They couldn't take on yeah. a single other customer or another order right now, but what do they need? Labor. Yeah. And what are they competing with? Fast food. You know, because like in your area, in my area where, you know, minimum wage is, is you know, $15 an hour, you're, you know, they can go to a fast food place uh, and they're fighting for those fast food uh, jobs. Yeah. And so now you need, it's not just the wage, you need to have a competitive environment. And I love, you know, if you want to share a little bit, you do a fantastic job. Hey, manufacturer, if you're not looking for a new business, that's great. But boy, that 20 something, that 30 something that is looking for a job. They're going online and if they can't find you or find out something about you, they're going to go somewhere else. Yeah, you're making a great point, Kirk, because I think that that in some cases, as you said, where, where manufacturers are very busy already with existing work, labor is more important to them than finding another customer right now. And it's just right. as important for employees to be able to see right. that, hey, who are you? Are you? Do you have a good place to work? Mm -hmm. Do you have a sense of community? 
What yeah. other, you know, do I have an opportunity to, to grow with your company? You yeah. know, just all right. these questions that they have. And there's, right. there's a, there's a lot more. And the fast food, and I'll just back up a little bit. Mm -hmm. The fast food industry has had to work very, very hard for many years to yeah. compete and get people. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're used to this, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, manufacturers, while they've had to work hard to find employees, not like they have to do today, yeah. certainly not when it comes to the, to the point that you have to be thinking about how do we look online to potential employees? Right. You know, that's it's, for some, that's, that's a foreign that's a foreign thought. It's a foreign concept because, you know, in, in uh, say places where, you know, again, where uh, there's heavy manufacturing, boy, you know, typically when times are good, you can jump, you know, jump from one manufacturer to the next, you know, yep. they're going to pay a decent competitive wage, you know, but that manufacturer, you know, they, you know, they would recruit, but boy, not like today, man, it's, it's a, a totally different world. So again, from that digital standpoint, and, and I love the millennial generation, you know, you have a couple of kids right in that, yeah. Uh, yeah, in the heart heartbeat of that generation, and you know they want to know what are you doing in the community? Are you giving back? How do you treat your employees? You know they want to look and see what you're doing on Facebook or on Instagram or YouTube videos or what have you. Just like that ideal client, that customer, those soulmates that are checking you out to see what type of processes, machinery, so on and so forth that you have behind those closed doors. Boy, that employee wants to know the exact same thing. You yeah. Know? So, yeah. that, you know, so folks that are, you know, well, you know, that internet thing, social media, it's never going to catch up with us. It's, boy, I just, you're really putting yourself at a, a tough, difficult disadvantage uh, if you are in that case, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And, and you know what, I, I am really quite pleased though. Some companies that I've known, actually one of them that I actually started working with right while I was in college yet, right. I've seen their social media take off. And I was talking to the owner of that business a few weeks ago and, uh, and he said, yeah, we've got a whole, you know, we've got a social media person now. He said, I never right. thought we would ever have it, you know? Right. And, and he goes, and it's actually fun for us to, to, to do the things that we're doing and right. get the pictures taken and, right. you know, all this kind of stuff that we're doing to help show what we do in the community and yep. with our employees and how we celebrate our employees and things like that. So, you know, there's people out there that are, are, are getting into this and, and making it fun and a part of their business, mm -hmm. just like all the other stuff that we've had to go through right. before, not go through, but we've evolved through before is, you know, lean manufacturing and mm -hmm. ISO and AS9100 or QS, mm -hmm. you know, whatever yeah. your you know, industry you're in and all the things right. and the changes we've dealt with. Now we have to go through this whole digital thing again. And I think, you know, as you said, manufacturers are really busy. There's a lot of things they have to do. Right. But at the end of the day, there's, there's so many gems that, are just waiting to be shown. Yeah, that I, I love that. And so, and again, I'm sorry to give a shout out, you know, with the training we just completed, uh, gosh, what, an hour ago. So one of the folks, you know, digital immigrant, you know, probably our age-ish generation, you know, our generation, and, you know, started, came in and he said, man, when I first started out, you know, a little daunting, overwhelming. And he said, you know what, I'm now inspired. I have a plan, you know, and man, he, it was very, it was extremely motivating and inspiring hearing the way he was talking about, you know, boy, he goes, what I did to, in 2010 isn't applicable today, but now, you know, getting out there, capturing the tools and resources. And again, you know, like we're here on LinkedIn. So folks that are on LinkedIn, you're, you know, you're already 
leaps and bounds ahead of, you know, a lot of other folks. It's like, we're just trying to get that message out. You know, and you've mentioned the MEPs a couple of times. Again, if, if any of your raving fans, your listeners are like, what the heck is an MEP? What are they saying? Yeah. So that's the manufacturing extension partnership. And there's a manufacturing extension partnership, an MEP in every state, all 50 states. So in your corner of the world is uh, Impact Washington. Yeah. Um, some states have multiple centers. Uh, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania have multiple uh, centers. Some will have like one main center, then regional uh, satellite offices, if you will. But what they are, you know, again, for um, we'll, we'll segue into this for a second. Any of the entrepreneurs out there, you know, again, a lot of us on LinkedIn, solopreneurs or entrepreneurs, and, you know, you feel like you're in a silo, feel like you're in an island, you know, man, I'm, you know, we're grinding. It is a, you know, you use that line, boy, you eat what you kill. And if you didn't kill anything today, you're not eating, right? So you feel like you're alone or you're just out there. There's so many resources out there at the disposal for entrepreneurs. So we do a lot of work with the Small Business Development Center, the SBDCs. We just interviewed Sarah, wonderful, amazing, beautiful Sarah. It's yep. her birthday today. I wish her a happy birthday yep. this morning. We had a great interview with her. She's at the SBDC, Small Business Development Center at Temple University. You just crushed it with a great webinar last week. And, uh, and their services are completely free and confidential. And so any and there's a thousand centers throughout the entire country. Yeah. So there's no reason to not, you know, go to a local small business development center. If you're a manufacturer, check out your local manufacturing extension partnership and just see what are these resources that are available for you. And I know you've done a great job really plunging into uh, partnering and working with these SBDCs, MEPs, either doing webinars, speaking, engaging, partnering, helping your clients with, with those services. Well, it's it's just, I think it's it's part of the outreach that, that we need to do because mm -hmm. I think in any of the the, you know, the free or paid things that, that, you know, I've been involved with. The big thing is, is getting enough knowledge to be dangerous in this, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to be the technical experts like we are in, you know, in, in programming a five axis CNC machine yes. or, or producing the best, uh, you know, whatever boiler system in the world, mm -hmm. you know, we're mm -hmm. not, you know, you're, you're not going to be technical like you are at those kind of things. I right. think when it comes to the internet, digital marketing, whatever you want to call it, e-commerce, mm -hmm. uh, and as, as you know, Kurt, and as mm -hmm. I'll explain in, in our world, e-commerce really doesn't mean Amazon uh, only right. could be, but really right. it's doing business with, with digitally. And that right. that's changed so much because that could be part of your, Part of it's digital and then it's talking to people and finishing up the business part of it. How it could be all online. It really doesn't matter. But yeah. but getting enough knowledge to be dangerous because you want to make sure that you can you are spending the money if you are going down that digital path with resources that are going to get you some results. That's the thing that we we really are trying to do in anything that that I think the MEPs are doing, the kind of things that we're doing independently of that or or with the SBDCs is really get the knowledge so that you can be dangerous enough to get the right help. Absolutely. No, I, I agree 100 percent. And that's and that's and it's it's not easy. You know, it's um, you know, we talk with folks who are like, man, it's overwhelmed. You call it like the social media fatigue. We're like, man, one minute I need a tweet. Now you're telling me I need to do Instagram. Now what's this Pinterest thing? 
what's Snapchat, you know, like TikTok, you know, like my goodness, how many, how many platforms are there? And that's again, like when you strip it back down to the basics and you focus on who is your client, who's your audience. And that's what I love what you do at Exit Your Way is you don't talk the talk, you walk the walk. And we, again, we kid around about being digital immigrants, but you do an amazing, amazing job where, you know, if we looked at your digital footprint in 2018, compared to where you are in 2021, <laughs> is there a little difference or how? Would, yeah, there's a little difference. Just, just slightly, right? A little, a little difference. You know, I mean, like you've gone relentlessly on faces of business and what you, what you do an excellent job. You're shining a bright light on, uh, other business owners, other folks in, in business, in, in, in your space, you know, you're a growth and exit strategy specialist. So that's what you're going to preach about. You know, those are the folks that you're connecting. You, these are the conversations you're bringing value, no expectations. You're just delivering value to your folks, planting those seeds out there. You know, we do our Friday webinar program, which we have a super uh, wonderful, full fun time. We've had great guests. And, and again, what, you know, what the intention is, is trying to help those ideal clients, our soulmates, yeah. how can we just relentlessly help them move the needle and make this digital transformation? Mm -hmm. You know, so like, you know, um, we, we get millennials in our classes, we get, you know, younger folks, but you know, a lot of times it's digital immigrants or, or, you know, we'll say more seasoned, more mature crowd and you know, more polite way to put it. But, you know, we want to speak that language. So whatever business that you're in, that's the language that you want to speak, you know, and that's what we talk about yeah. on your website. How do you speak that right language? Now you also, dude, we had a great call yesterday. You know, you dropped a bomb. There's a, a, a company that does like these giant, giant tanks. Yeah. And we were sitting there, you know, there are thousands of dollars and you're in your bam. You're like, Hey, you should put those on Amazon and let me tell you why. And it was just such a radical concept. I thought it was just brilliant, dude. I was giving you a standing ovation. You know, talk a little bit about, you know, manufacturers, even in their custom manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. They're, you know, talk about the benefits of, you know, taking place, taking advantage of the marketplaces for those custom manufacturers. I, I think that's a, that's a good, that's a good question. I was thinking about that. I'm supposed to be the one interviewing you. <laughs> okay. Dude, we're having a conversation. That's okay. It's back. It's so, so you know what I think? I, I think that over the last 10 or so years, I, I you know, I started in engineering and operations and managing the, the manufacturing mm -hmm. businesses. But really what, what I've realized is that I was woefully underprepared, underprepared to manage, manage to really run manufacturing businesses because I didn't concentrate on sales enough. Mm. And, and honestly, Jeffrey Graham and other salespeople that I've worked with in the last 10 years have really taught me a lot about how important it is to really think outside the box mm -hmm. and, you know, every day mm -hmm. as, as you, you and I have talked about before, what are you doing for revenue producing activities? Mm -hmm. Mr. RPA. Big and Wentworth, the fractional CFO to, gave right. me that term and I use it, I uh, use it relentlessly because right. it is something we have to do. We have to think about, right. okay, where's the new place that I haven't thought of to try to sell? How do I, how do I get my products out in front of my products or services out in front of more people? Mm -hmm. This instance was they have a product. Mm -hmm. It's a product. Yes. It's thousands of dollars. But if I want to sell that to somebody and you've done it with other, other products, maybe not as expensive, but if I want to sell that to somebody and I'm going to sell a, a, a multi-thousand dollar tank to somebody, mm -hmm. They can swing buying it off of Amazon. Right. 
Absolutely. I got product in stock. They can they can see it. Well, what that what yeah. I just did, I have traffic. Amazon's got more traffic than anybody. I, I don't know on the internet other than Google, probably. That's I was probably like Google then Amazon, right? I don't know. I don't, I don't study it that close, but I know there's well, something. It was like two hundred and some million billion two billion visits a month or something like that on yeah, amazon right, right. there's got to be a couple people that are looking for a, a specialized fuel tank right that and are willing to pay a few thousand bucks for it right right that's the only thing that came to mind now i, I come back to the to to running the manufacturing businesses in the past and some of the other smaller manufacturers there could be a product you're building mm -hmm. that you've tried to sell you've gone oh, i made this this because i see this a lot you know right in, in when I was in sheet metal or in CNC machining, they come up with something. It's like, hey, this is a great little widget. Yeah, yeah, and and I think it works good. A better well, look it, Yeah, it was something that works good. You know, it was a it was a bracket for a wall hanger or something. Mm -hmm. Well, in those days, well, you're going to try to put it on your website and sell it. Well, you right. you can sell like a hundred of them, sell them to your friends and family, and then you're right. done. Right. I mean, I I come back to all kinds of things, like even. Uh, jalapeno popper cookers. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think it's something that funny, it, it, but it's it's something right. that crazy. But one of the companies I ran, the owner was like, "Hey, I want to make some uh, jalapeno popper cookers for the grill." So you mean we had stainless steel, we had lasers, we had you know all the stuff. We boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, we got these cool little one piece. He designed really slick, right? And you know, probably could have sold thousands of them, never even tried. Because it because at that time it's right. it's you know you don't right. have something today I would have put that on Amazon in a second. I, dude, I absolutely love this concept, and and again it's just it's a different mindset, and like you are, like you want, <laughs> dude, I love that. You know, like you're what a vulnerable statement to say like hey you know this is this was my deficiency at that at at this time you know and again you can't be everything to everyone you can't be everything to yourself in your own business. You know, yeah. so for the entrepreneurs out, out there, you know, you have 10, 20, 30 employees, you know, one minute you're throwing your CFO hat on, next yeah. minute you're throwing HR hat, next thing you're throwing operations. Well, odds are you're not proficient or an expert in every category, let alone marketing and this whole digital marketing thing. So that's why trying to align yourself with these experts. And then that's why, again, I'll another shout out to SBDCs, Small Business Development yeah. Centers, MEP. People there. You know, these training programs, going to webinars, educating yourself. So you don't have to be the expert in all these different categories. But like you're saying, just enough to be dangerous, but then aligning yourself and how can you capture like that variable expense instead of like hiring an expensive uh, person, you know, like, you know, those, the CFOs, Dave Griff, you know, Dave, that was on, uh, you know, if he's still with us or was on earlier, you know, he's like a hired gun that can come in and like fix your problems and stuff. But let's dig a little deeper into that Amazon example. And this is why I was just in awe. I was just so, I'm so proud for you, of you. When you dropped that, you know, I'm like, look what, you know, Mr. Traditional Manufacturer through, and, and it had never crossed my mind. I try, you know, I'm trying to be, hey, Mr. E-commerce. It didn't cross my mind, but we hear that resistance. I'm like, oh, well, you don't, like we sell five figure items. You don't get it. Like that won't go on Zorro or Amazon. Our good friend, Brian Beck, yeah, who wrote the book, Billion Dollar B2B E-Commerce. He's speaking yep. for us next week, two weeks at uh, Temple University on our manufacturing webinar series. And he'll, he gives examples in his book of seven figure items. 
that are being sold on e-commerce and on marketplaces. And he yeah. said six-figure items are being sold on Amazon and on e-commerce and yeah. marketplaces. And you, you look at the people like in Gen Alpha uh, with, with what yeah, they're doing with the perfect. large OEM uh, yep. manufacturers. I mean, yep. you, you know, you think of things like snow piles, street sweepers, snow cats for the, for the mountains right. and ski lift right. areas, you know, those are, those are not cheap things. There's right. multiple tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollar things. And, and even when you look in the, the industrial things in the mining right. trucks and, right. you know, Caterpillar just or, or Volvo selling the, the, the earth moving equipment, yep. a lot of that's sold online anymore. People just say, I need one. It, and, uh, you know, so it, these, these things, that traditionally were not being sold like that or being sold like that every day. And why? It's easy. It's just, it's just, it's easy. You're making, you know, and again, what's, you know, why is Amazon Amazon? They make it so easy to, yeah. you know, it's almost impossible not to buy from them. You know, let's go back in the day. Let's go back in the 1950s. What was super easy? What was cutting edge? Franchises. Mm -hmm. Why was, why did McDonald's take over the country? They made it super easy to buy from them. And you know what else? It was consistent. Yeah. I could walk into any McDonald's anywhere. You know what? I was kid around. You know what McDonald's was? It was a clean bathroom that had a place with a clean bathroom that happened to sell burgers. So, you know, when mom and dad were traveling in the old station wagon back in our day, right? Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, do I go to Joe's, you know, grill, which probably might have the best, you know, barbecue or best whatever, or do I play it safe? My kids are tired. They're cranky. I know it's going to be a clean bathroom. Do I go to McDonald's? You know? Yeah. And so again, you want to make it as easy as humanly possible. And what I love, why we love preaching about e-commerce, there is no means that is easier, more efficient, more effective to sell and kick the tires with new product and new services than e-commerce. Because what, what are you putting up? A web page. Yeah. Yeah. You're putting some, you know, what's it cost to go on Amazon? $39.99 a month or something. You know, like what's yeah. it cost to go on Zorro? Yeah. Zero. You know, there's time and I don't want to discount or diminish yeah. folks' time. However, if this is a colossal dud, it didn't work. What's your risk? You know, yeah, you make a few, you take a few images, take a video of using it, product, and you, you see if you can sell something, you can test it out very easily that way. That's a great point. And I, I come back to too that's something you really introduced uh, you know last year when we were talking about it and it's these, these things have really come a long way and these are product configurators. Oh, yeah. I think that this stuff is so exciting for me and and there's like there's like I just I just jump up and down because I think there's so many companies that right. we could go out with or or should be considering this because right. when you look at what you can do with a configurator. And I think back to companies that I ran, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, if I would have had a configurator, mm -hmm. I would have ruled. I would have ruled, right? right. So you're, you're going to make a go-kart, right? I'm a go-kart manufacturer. Mm -hmm. Well, what kind of wheels do you want on it? What color right. do you want it? Right. What kind of seat do you want it? What right. kind of motor do you put in it? Right. Do you want you do do you want the number plate or not? I mean, yeah. you just think about all the stuff you can do, or you look at something that you got that you can configure different lengths or 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 size, yeah. or just materials. I'll just and the the things that you can do are are just endless. Endless. endless, endless. And thinking of that, 
and then turning that into an e-commerce advantage that means that now someone can order my product where they have to come to my my competitor and my competitor needs to take the call yeah. or i have one yeah. that everybody gets the same one you yeah. get that go-kart that's what you get a thousand of them or you can have your own custom go-kart right and yeah i might not sell that thing in you know in a big box retail store mm-hmm. But I'm probably going to make a lot more margin when I sell a custom one to somebody. And I, I probably create a longer term customer as well. And absolutely, these are these these configurators are driving me crazy. Just, just drive me crazy because I want to find some places I really into into putting them in. What what are some of the interesting applications that you've seen for configurators in this last year? Dude, I you know, I. Yeah, we are we're e-commerce geeks because we just we get so fired up over configurators. Chris Harrington would be so proud of us right now. <laughs> but uh, you know, so I'll take a step back. And so again, for manufacturers that are looking to get in e-commerce, especially those custom job shops are like, hey, you don't get it. We don't have a proprietary product. What we're talking about is how do you take your proprietary process? Every custom custom manufacturer, I don't care what you make. You have processes, you know, grandma and grandpa might have, you know, come up with these processes 50 years ago, generations gone have been handed down. You have internal processes. How do you scale those? Number one, can you take a product that's ubiquitous or, or, you know, non-proprietary where there's any type of violation? Can you turn that into a proprietary product, right? What Damon's describing here with the configurators is we just, we're seeing a wonderful, amazing uh, solutions. So we'll run through a couple real quick. So Gen Alpha, Gen Alpha is an e-commerce firm for manufacturers in Wisconsin. They do an incredible job and they are doing all sorts of different things. Do you see Ford just announced, I think two weeks ago, you can configure your own car on their website, national news, you know, go right on the website, order exactly how you want it. Custom order comes to the dealer. There you go. You know, Make it make it to order. It's like going to going to the restaurant. I'm going to order, you know, exactly what I want. Yeah. You know, you and I, when uh, you and I had a wonderful, wonderful time together this summer, we got together. We visited an amazing client over in Palsbo, uh, Washington, and Olympic Peninsula over over yonder. Took the ferry, yeah. and it was a chocolate manufacturer. They are creating a chocolate configurator where you can actually create your own chocolate packages and send them out. Mm-hmm. Now, yep. what it's done, it's just it's removed the customer service. So instead of somebody saying there, yeah, Damon, uh, do you want some truffles? Uh, do you want some, you know, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, you know, da da da? And somebody's sitting there taking that order. They now you can configure. So we've seen chocolate. We've seen. I always use a little ground strap example. We've seen. Uh, th- there's a t-shirt manufacturer that yep. our, our friends above the fray are working on right now. So we've seen multiple. Uh, different configurators. We had uh, Vanessa and Noah on our show from Above the Fray. Yep. She ha- she has a jewelry configurator. So we've seen all sorts of different configurators, and this is huge. And these are not just B two C; these are B two B too. These are B two B, and so like uh, so the example I use in 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 uh, our workshops and webinars are my famous little ground strap, right? And we've seen Lockheed Martin, Boeing. Yeah. Virgin Hyperloop. We've seen major B2B industrial clients landing on that their website and they use a configurator. Our friend Jeffrey Stern at Voice Express, he does um gosh, I have I have his products here. He does uh audio brochures. 
Yep. So it's a little brochure with a recording device where like, you know, hey, COVID, I can't go visit a customer. How do I communicate with that customer? You can send that audio brochure and you can configure your own brochure on his website. So yeah. we, we could probably go talk all night about it, but configurators are, we're very, very bullish on configurators for it, almost any manufacturer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking again, my, my thing and I'm waiting for somebody to come up with a configurator for it. And, and I don't know why I picked this, mm-hmm. but hydraulic hoses. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Well, you think about custom hydraulic hoses. I'm running a, I'm running a cat dozer out in the middle of nowhere. Right. And you know, I'm not a huge company. I don't have everything sitting there. I right. blow a hose on that thing. Right. And, and I call and a, they, they don't have it. Or maybe I I'm the maintenance guy for a, for a big place and we're all over the place, you know, and you can just right. call it. I, if, if you could get that same day or, or next morning to you anywhere oh. in the, in, in North America, I think that would be something, uh, but you know, these, these, these things are, there's opportunities like this for people to, to right. radically change right. the way that they're doing business, you know, and, and B2B business, uh, not B2C, it, it, not just B2C and, and really make these things work. Uh, I, and let's run with that example. You know, I love that idea. So take, you know, a hose. So they're like, well, I don't need a standard size. And, they, you know, in, in those yeah. holders, are there even a standard size? But the thing is, as the manufacturer, if I have the machinery, the equipment, the cutting equipment, the raw material, the skill set, I have everything in place. That's and, and there's not a huge. Now I know, you know, maybe, uh, you know, the argument would be, hey, wait a minute. What about setup? OK, I, you know, I totally get it. However, that person, that job that is at, that is at a halt, there's a job that's dead in the water and they need that hose. What would they pay to bail me out? Because like we're losing ten thousand dollars an hour on production or whatever you know, whatever you're doing that you need that hose, and you can solve that problem. I'll pay a premium, and then I can't find this hose anywhere else on the planet. And for me to take that hose, throw it online, cut it, make it, da 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 da, ship it. Now you're almost like the made to order. You're a manufacturer, almost a made to order cook, if you will. Exactly. And, and, you know, I forgot about this cause I, I've, I've interviewed a couple of people on the faces of business. So I, I forgot, but I talked to Chuck <laughs> Coxhead and Chuck Coxhead actually did this with RF RF. I, now he's, I'm probably not saying this right, Chuck. Yeah. So, so don't forgive me. Yeah. Uh, RF shielded cable assemblies sure. with yeah, different yeah, yeah. hands on yeah. them. Right. Yep. yep. So he That's helped convert perfect. a company to be that exact hydraulic hose kind of concept. They, yep. they, they had to get inventory, right? They got inventory yep. of the ends. They got inventory right. of different kinds of wiring they needed to do. Right. They could do that. They could literally turn orders, you know, in days where other people took weeks. Right. And he said, we killed it because we did that. Right. We took that and we went on e-commerce right. and we did it like that. These are the kind of things where, yes, you may not compete on the million cable order, but do you want to? Right. And you know what? And let's, man, we're having fun. Let's I know. Dig, I know. Let's, we go crazy let's, about this. Let's dig into that, for example, with Chuck's example. Okay. So now let's throw in our, so now from an, op, you're an operations expert. Operationally, it fits through my flow, my flow. We like, we love talking about the goal, right? Dr. Goldrat yeah. and, and throughput. You know, it doesn't bog down the system if you have it in place. We're like, hey, you know, we need this size. We need this size. This person needs it next day, you know, next day or this person needs it, you know, two week lead time, whatever. So you have your flow of creating that product. Let me throw in my marketing hat. 
if Chuck wanted to attack, let's throw in our keyword strategy, marketing, pay-per-click, social, whatever, right? Cable assemblies, cable manufacturer, very broad, right? I'm going to have a very difficult time coming up organically. I'm going to have a difficult time, you know, non-paying high prices for search. But if I do RF custom cable that I need now, or, you know, whatever, whatever that particular Next day. cable, I need it, you know, or, and again, when you niche it down, so instead of being everything to everybody, you know, wire harness assembly, cable assembly, yeah. by niching it down, now you can get more specific in those, in, a, in your keyword strategy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's, this, these are things that I think that manufacturers are going to get scrappy. And that's, that's the exciting yeah. thing about being around manufacturing now and yeah. seeing, seeing what, what we're seeing. And, and, you know, and then you take the combination of the, of the younger people getting involved and bringing right. that digital knowledge into the industry. It, it's really an exciting time. I, I get, I get, I get excited just seeing oh, people that are, that are getting into it. Yeah, I think we're both, we are so <clears throat> bullish for the industry, bullish for, <clears throat> excuse me, opportunities. There's just a, a wealth and abundance. And again, like, you know, it's not your, uh, it's not grandma and grandpa's manufacturing yeah. anymore. You know, there's a lot of cool cutting edge things that are going on behind the scenes and a lot of marketing strategies, opportunities. I love that word. We got to start using that now, scrappy. You know, how can you have a scrappy initiative a scrappy marketing initiative and we're seeing it we're seeing tons of manufacturers who are now podcasting yeah. who are doing videos who yeah. are posting machinery who are posting on a regular basis so like it's i think we're just scratch not i think we're just scratching the surface you're seeing a lot of people put out amazing content towards manufacturing yeah it's going to get more and more so man get out there now get out there sooner than later yeah, right. that's that's for sure. That's for sure. It is an exciting time. I'm I'm just blessed to be part of it, and I think mm -hmm. it's it's so much fun. And and you know we get to we get to see some of it firsthand, and some of yeah. the the lights come on when because oh, the lights come on. I mean, it's it's like oh, I can do this. Yeah, it's it it's absolutely priceless. And and again, you know, we've been very blessed. We're fortunate. We have a lot of testimonials where folks are like. I had no idea, you know, and again, they just needed, they, you know, there's a million things I don't know. You know, it's just like some, you just need to, you know, like you've helped me tremendously. Like we're on StreamYard right now going on LinkedIn live months ago. I was like, Hey Damon, I'd like to do this. I just, I'm overwhelmed. I'm intimidated. I don't know how to do it. Oh, Kurt, you just do this, 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 and this. You made it super easy. Now you and I, we do our LinkedIn live together on Mondays where we do it on Fridays, you know, but again, when you're first in it, it's yeah. a little daunting or overwhelming, but man, once you get into it, it's just, it doesn't need to be difficult, you know? Yeah. Just having that, you, you, you enjoy using that word Sherpa. You just need that trusted guide, that Sherpa to get you on, on your way. And again, with e-commerce, man, the, the, you know, it's a multi-trillion dollar industry. There's just so much opportunity. I don't care what size manufacturer you are. Yeah. I don't care where you fall in the food chain. And I guess a, a big takeaway, if anything today, have an open mind. You know, I think what, like yeah. we frequently, you know, we'll run into like a lot of resistance. I call it the yeah, buts, you know, yeah, but we can't do that. Yeah, but we can't, you know, yeah, but, you know, just step back and just think of the word that we really hammered for 2021, the possibilities. Yeah. Think of the possibilities of what you can offer, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's it. And I think that's it. And then and then just take the steps to 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 learn enough to be dangerous. 
I mean, you know, you don't have to be the expert, right? Because you right. talked about the MEPs, the SDBDCs, and there's good professionals out there you can pay to help you too. But if you learn enough to be dangerous, right, you're not going to spend money. You're going to be able to ask the right questions of the people you're hiring. You're going right. to be able to get the right people to help you, and you're going to get get you have a much better chance of getting the results right. you want. Absolutely, and you know, and again, what we love to preach: help that ideal buyer. What are they called? Soulmates. soulmates help that soulmate make a buying decision on a Friday night at midnight without having to wait for you to open up your door on Monday. You know, yeah. and think about as a consumer, how do you like to be serviced? You know, how do you like, uh, you know, what's the experience that you want now as consumers? And again, this, you know, this is we were saying this 10 years ago. If you're not doing it, you know, now it's like it's beyond Mr. Captain or Captain Obvious now. You know, you have to provide a good, healthy, smooth e-commerce website experience, or again, they're gone. They're just going to go somewhere else. You know, if they can't see, you know, Damon, you and your team are everywhere. If I'm looking to sell my business and I don't know anything about you, I did not do, shame on me. I didn't do my homework because you are all over the place. You know, YouTube, online, LinkedIn, website, blogging, you name it, you know. So if, if, a hey, if two, if us, these two dudes can do it, anybody can do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and that's what I think. And, it, and, and it's not, it's, it's not as daunting as it sounds. It's not. No, yeah. make it, make it super simple. Yeah. Well, Kurt, it's been awesome talking to you today. You know, heck I knew, I knew, you know, we were like, yeah, what should we talk about? And I really think that hopefully we open some, some, uh, we open some people's minds maybe to right. try and some things that they, they, we're like, yeah. ah, maybe not, you right. know, or, or maybe not. And, and, and maybe they got some more. Yeah. buts. well, go right. figure out the butts and then, then to figure out what, how you're going to get there. Cause you need right. to get there. It's not, you know, it's not for everybody, but Hey, just, you know, be relentless, keep trying new things. And, uh, you know, and like you said, just align yourself with those trusted advisors, you know, put, surround yourself with great people. You know, yeah, we call them dream supporters, man. Surround yourself yeah. with dream supporters as entrepreneurs. You're out there to crush your dreams. And just align yourself with the right people and, and make magic happen. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kurt, thanks so much for being here today, my friend. Uh, you know, I'm lucky enough here on the Faces of Business Day to be speaking with none under than the <laughs> Kurt Anderson of B2B Tail and E-Commerce Management Cooperative about the digital or the manufacturing digital transformation. We went all over the board talking about <laughs> configurators and this and that. But hey. Right. If you just came in this in the end, go back to the beginning and start it over. If you're going to try to do something about e-commerce, because Kurt's talked to thousands of people over the last two years, teaching them some, some very good things about how to get started and get that information you need. So thanks for being here today, Kurt. Appreciate you. Appreciate you spending the time today. Appreciate you, everyone listening to us. We are going to have a lot of fun because... I'm I'm actually taking Thursday off on my podcast. I'm our live stream. I'm taking it off next Tuesday as well. Because I oh, are you really nice? Yeah, I'm taking a couple of days off. It, it's just because it's uh, it's a holiday, and I want to I'm going to wind down for the weekend and and uh, do some other things. But thanks so much for listening. We will be back again next Thursday and talking to some more awesome people about manufacturing and business. Thank you, thank you, brother. You bet.